0: Welcome back to another episode of blessed is she that believe this is season two episode 19 y'all almost to the last episode uh next week will be the last episode i'm gonna take a little break um because you know christmas new year's eve and then the week after new year's is my birthday i'll be 30 great <laughs> so um we'll pick it back up after my birthday week so that'll be like three weeks off so i just want to let y'all know ahead of time next week is going to be The last episode for this season, season two. So we'll get started with season three in January. And I'm excited to see what the Lord is going to do with the podcast. Because let me tell y'all something, I check the numbers like this week, you know, I check every day, like once every day, just see what's going on. And earlier this week, like 49 downloads in one day. Like That's the most I've had since I started. So that was pretty cool to see that. So thank y'all so much for your support. Thank you for tuning in every single week. Um, I want to go ahead and get started. So uh, let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for each and every person listening, Father God. I thank you for their, um, their faithfulness, not to me or the podcast, but to you, Father God, because they want to know more about you. They want to know um who you are so thank you for using me as your vessel to um speak your words to their ears father god let your word um be planted in their hearts on good ground father god father god i thank you right now for preparing their hearts now for what you need to say to them lord allow this word to grow to go deep into their hearts father god um father i thank you right now for everything that they're going through whether it's um a hardship or a trial, Father God, let them know that you, your Son Jesus, has overcome the world. That in this world they have tri- they shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, He has overcome the world. So, Father God, we are more to overcome than through Christ. Lord, I thank you right now for all of the strength that we get through Christ, because and that makes us able to do all things. Father God, I thank you so much that each day you wake us up, Father God, you have loaded us with benefits. And I thank you for your mercies In Jesus' name We write amen So y'all I titled this one Nobody's perfect (laughs) Some of you may be thinking about the J. Cole song No we're not going down that rabbit hole Just nobody's perfect And I The Lord had to deal with me on that Because For some reason You know It's I don't think I'm perfect. I just want people to do the right thing, even if I'm not doing the right thing. Like, I don't know where that comes from, um, my flesh. So <laughs> I don't have a any particular scripture to go to. Um, cause I'm going to be kind of like bouncing around, talking about different people from the Bible, from the word of God. And just to reiterate, the word of God is not a, a storybook. The Bible is not a storybook. The Bible is an, is like actual accounts of people who lived and walked this earth years and centuries and millennia ago. So just to reiterate that, um, that point, because a lot of times I think when we're introduced to the word of God, we're introduced to the Bible as young children. You know we might have had like the one the coloring pages and stuff like that so it's real easy to think these are fairy tales and stuff these are not fairy tales this these were actual people who lived on earth um so we're going to bounce around to a couple of accounts some people um in the bible and i'm going to tell you all about me like what happened with me yesterday just you know because i i do my best to be Like, well, I don't do my best to be completely honest. I am completely honest on this podcast because I feel like there are so many lies going forth with the media and everything that it's like, okay, what is truth? And Jesus is the truth. He is the truth, the way, and the life. No man can get to the Father but through Him. You have to go through Jesus to get to the Father. He's the only way. I know they say there's many ways to God... Which God are you talking about? Because there are many gods in the world. Now, the one you talking about, the heavenly father, the one who created the earth and everything like that, you got to go through his son, Jesus Christ. So you can't deny Jesus and still think he's going to have a relationship with the father. That's not how that works. Cause God does, he can't be around sin and guess who's full of sin. We are, <laughs> we're born in sin, shaping in iniquity that sorry to tell you that if you thought wrong, you know, you thought something other than that is wrong. Um, so anyway, I just, I said all of that to just kind of let you know, like, I'm going to be completely like honest and blunt. Cause that's the only way I know how to be. Um, like I'm almost 38 years old. It's like, why am I going to lie? <laughs> why? <laughs> so anyway, um, nobody's perfect. Okay. Uh, and if somebody told you that you're perfect, they were lying. They wanted something from you or um, they didn't want to hurt your feelings. They didn't. So I'm just going to let you know you're not perfect. Nobody is. There's none that do good. No, not one. And that's said several thousand times in the Bible. Um, I believe it's said more than once because it's important for us to realize there is none that do good. No, not one. Nobody on this earth is good. Um, we can, we have the capabilities of doing good things for other people, but um a lot of times our good deeds can come from selfish motives so then that makes us not good you see what i'm saying so um yeah nobody's perfect and i think we'll start with um let's start with david yeah let's start with david and we'll backtrack and talk about um somebody else but everybody knows david king david the shepherd boy. Um, God used him mightily, and I want to say this God he can't, we're all vessels, okay? It's just that when you accept Jesus, you literally sign up for God to use you however he wants. Which, okay, listen to what I'm saying. God can use whoever he wants to, whenever he wants to. Because he's God. Like, <laughs> he can do that. So what I, when I say, when you sign up and accept Jesus, I don't know. I don't want to say sign up. Like that sounds like signing up for like a door prize or something. When you accept, when you accept Jesus into your heart, cause, and I say sign up because it's like literally you're going into the military. <laughs> you're at war. As soon as you, as soon as you accept Jesus into your heart, you're at war. Cause the enemy, is, the enemy is so mad at you. Um, so that's, that's probably why I'm saying sign up. But as soon as you accept Jesus in your heart and you, um, make him Lord of your life for the rest of your life, you, you have literally said in a way without saying it, father, I want you to do whatever it is. And, and, and if you actually say it, it's, you know, <laughs> it, it kind of expedites the process. But you have just given over your will, you know, like he's going to lead and direct you and navigate your, your steps. So you kind of literally like you kind of signed up for that. Um, but we can all be used as his vessel, whether you know Jesus or not. Cause I mean, the, the Lord will allow your enemies to bless you. I had somebody whom I, and I don't want to say I don't care for this person, but this person has, um, tried to throw me in the bus. You know, people send those emails out and it's a blanket email, but you know, it's really about you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, the Lord allowed this person to bless me with a, um, gift this, which it wasn't, I didn't know it was like a book exchange. So when you pick up a bag, you don't know who put the bag there, but it just so happened. I picked up the bag that she brought in and the book that she had in there is like, I've only read one page and I had to put that thing down. It's so, it's so needed. It's so needed in my life at this point. So the Lord allowed my enemy to be a blessing you see what i'm saying so he can use people who don't know him to bless his the people who know him you know what i'm saying so um yeah i said all that because you have to realize with nobody being perfect that because we're not perfect it's a it's it allows us to bless the lord even more it allows us to honor him and glorify him even more it's supposed to because we know we're not perfect and we know we don't deserve to do those things we know we don't deserve to be able to glorify we shouldn't even be able to speak the name jesus but he allows us to even in our sin even in our our iniquity in how the bible says in isaiah um We were like, our sins are as red as scarlet, but he cleanses us and makes us white as snow. You know, like he, his blood cleanses us and makes us white as snow. Um, So we're made perfect through Christ because he gave his life um, for us. And when I look at the people I'm getting ready to talk about in the Bible, they did a lot of great things they the lord used them mightily um he used my gosh i mean and it's not just the people i'm talking about the lord used everybody in the bible mightily even the evil people he used them you know um to advance the kingdom like it's crazy but it you know i mean he used pharaoh to get the children of israel out of egypt he did He did. He used he used them. If you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to look. A lot of times we want to look at the bad stuff and just see the bad stuff. No. The bad stuff, if you look past the fact that it hurts, if you look past the fact that it made you sad, if you look past the fact that it upset you when you realize and you start looking at the details okay lord show me how this situation is working out for my good when you actually sit there and think about it and look at it the lord will give you discernment he'll let you see how those situations work out for your good um my mom had knee surgery she had total knee replacement in september she didn't even have her knee for a good month before her hips started messing with her so, so, they did a cat scan on her hip, Find out she needs to have a hip replacement. And she was very upset, which I would be too. It's like, I just got had surgery. But you know what? I told her, I said, but you know, I said, my, think about it like this. If your knee wasn't messed up, you would have never known about your hip and your hip could have went out at any time. I said, so. Just think about that, like you could, your knee could have, you could have never messed your knees up, you could not you know, but your hip. And now because she had been, you know, her body had to accommodate for the fact that her knees were bad. Like she had no cartilage on one knee, like the knee that she had replaced, there was absolutely no cartilage. So it was just bone on bone. And so um, her body had to shift and do what it had to do to get her going around and walking and stuff so yeah that could have put some pressure unnecessary pressure on her hip that's on the same side as where she had her knee done but what if we I mean we'll just never know um I remember I'll never forget uh what happened to my classmate in high school um he got hit in the hour of baseball and um years later we we're like in our 20s early 20s or whatever he had to have surgery because they found a tumor behind his eye because he was having pain because he got hit in the eye with a baseball like he was on the baseball team in high school so from what my classmates who i'm talked to about this what they said is that if he wouldn't have got hit in the eye with a baseball and he was having those migraines and stuff like that they would have never known about the tumor it's because they had to keep checking for the migraines and stuff like that that they found the tumor. You know, like it's so it's like a lot of things that we see as horrible is is something in there that works out for our good. So David David, we all know he was the runt of his family, he was a shepherd boy and everybody everybody always talks about his goodness which is good like we do need to talk about like david it says in um it says it more than once but acts 13 and 22 it says and when he had removed him he raised up unto them david when he removed saul he raised up unto them david to be their king to whom also he gave testimony and said i have found david the son of jesse a man after my own heart which shall fulfill all my will so, David was... God literally called David a man after his own heart. Oh, man. A man after his own heart. No matter what David did, he always turned back to the Lord. He always ran back to the Lord. If he messed up, he his face was on the ground before the Lord. And it wasn't like, Lord, I'm sorry, Lord, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. David was like in full sackcloth, ripping clothes, ashes on it. Like He was like on his face without eating, without... Just however, David messed up, he was a man, he was the man after God's heart, and he messed up with Bathsheba. And what this is my problem with society, which you know, we're sinners, so there's that. People want to always focus on Bathsheba, and we need to get some background, contextual background information think about it like this. Bathsheba was not, was probably not a grown woman. Bathsheba was probably like a teenager. You know how like Jesus's mama, Mary was a teenager, you know, they married their girls, their young girls, the girls often at a young age, um, between 13 might be 12, um, 13 to 16 years old. That was Mary's age. So let's say Bathsheba is not a grown woman she's a teenager because more than likely she was and you have this grown man who happens to be the king summoning for you because he saw you taking a bath you on your rooftop minding your business taking a bath and you and it was at night I believe so it's kind of like you waited you know if it's if it was at night I think it was at night. So if it was at night, it's kind of like you purposely waited until at night because nobody would be out and about. You want you have some privacy. So you went to your room to take your bath. That like so it's not like she was out in the daytime where everybody could see her. If that's, you know, like I said, I have to double check. Like I don't have that scripture, particular scripture pulled up. But my point is. You could not refuse the king. Do you remember at the beginning of Esther, Vashti was the first queen of Osiris or Xerxes. I believe that's that's his, um, I can't think of the cultural um, name, but I think it was Xerxes, but Osiris, um, Vashti was his queen first before Esther so she refused to come when he called for her that's a whole different story right there <laughs> woo so when she refused to call he said and they made a law like she can't ever come before the king again she got banished you know what I'm saying so if Bathsheba would have refused David I'm not going to the palace I'm married my husband is Uriah the Hittite, like, I'm not coming up there. Like, she probably would have been put to death. But nobody really talks about that. They just talk about how Bathsheba was out there, you know. And it's like, y'all, <laughs> David is the king. First of all, David was supposed to be at war, he was a man of war. That's why he couldn't build a temple. The Lord's like, uh, you got too much blood on your hands want you, your, your son gonna build the temple for me you know so David was supposed to be out there on that field and here's the thing oh man this is not the direction I was going <laughs> this is not the direction I was gonna go in. but you know what but you know what it ties in it ties into the next person I'm gonna talk to talk about too okay David avoided the war and look what happened to David when we avoid the challenges of life, when we avoid the fight that we were called to fight, the good fight, when we when we try to circumvent that and go around it, we get into trouble. Because David got to a point where, I mean, he was a king. He was at his palace just chilling. I don't want to go to war. Y'all go ahead and handle that for me. I got to go out there. He got comfortable. When we get comfortable, that's when we sin. That's when we mess up. Ah. Hmm. Get comfortable. You're going to mess up because the tribulation and trials that we go through are to keep us humble, to keep us praying, to keep us close to the cross. When we are not fighting spiritually and we get comfortable, the Lord blesses us and, you know, um, shows us stuff and, and speaks to us and we get to that place, it's very easy to fall into sin. And that's what happened with David. And as, I mean, David wrote most of the book of song, like, because like, I I just, I, I can't even go through all of David's accolades, but I mean, come on, it's David, you know, not that he's better than anybody else. It's just the Lord used him so mightily and he messed up. He messed up. He got comfortable. He got, he got lazy, but that's no different than us that's no different than us that's the whole reason why the children of israel was out in the wilderness so long because god said and i can't remember the scripture um where it is but when he pulled them out of egypt it was the the trip from egypt to the promised land is supposed to be 11 days but god took them around a long way because he didn't want them to see the other tribes and stuff like that and get scared so he took them the longer way Sometimes the Lord has to take us the longer way and go through the challenges and stuff like that to prepare us for for what He has for us. And oh, I'm talking to myself. Okay, Amen. <laughs> ouch. Can't say Amen. Say Ouch. Um. And I mean, David. David was anointed king as a little boy. He defeats Goliath. Goliath was like nine feet tall. Like I'm six feet tall. I'm tall girl, okay? I'm a tree. I'm Wonder Woman's <laughs> cousin, probably. <laughs> but he, I mean, he did all this at a young age, and then he still had to wait to be king. Saul called for him. Um, King Saul called for him to come play for him, called him from the field to come play for him. And he had, and when he gets there, because King Saul at this point has an evil spirit on him. He gets there. Saul is throwing javelins at him. You know, so David can't even get in the full worship mode because he got to keep an eye open for the javelin because Saul will get mad. King Saul will get mad and throw the javelin at him. You know, j- just crazy foolishness. Then he had to run for his life because King Saul was trying to kill. you. So he had ran. I mean, his whole, all of this, all of this, this this struggle, this torture I'm pretty sure David had plenty of times where he was like what is all of this for I thought you said I was going to be the king why am I going through this but it kept him worshiping look at all the psalms he's written the the psalms I mean my gosh so he's not perfect he wasn't perfect and we're not even going to talk about all the kids he had Okay, we're not going to talk about all the kids he had we're not even going to talk about the fact not only did he commit adultery, he also committed murder. He killed her husband. He had her husband killed. Knowing he he set it up. He had him taken to the hottest part of the battle. Put him on the front line. Gone. But God said he was a man after his own heart. Let's go back to Elijah. Elijah is arguably one one if not the greatest prophets in the Bible um of the old testament. Elijah man, I, I did a study like I, I think I told y'all before I did a study. Um Priscilla Shire has a workbook study along with um accompanied by video lessons. Uh it's called Elijah Faith and Fire and if you listen I highly recommend that I highly recommend that you buy that because oh my gosh it is like y'all every page was what I had I was going through at that time even if I stepped away for like a week or two from it every time I came back to it I'm like this is exactly what I needed for this time It, it was it's crazy so I'm reading about Elijah Elijah Um, the Lord told Elijah to pray and the heavens shut up for three years like there was no rain so then Ahab was mad so Elijah goes into hiding and the Lord sends Elijah to the place because Ahab was married to Jezebel so Elijah ends up going because the Lord told him to go he ends up going to Jezebel's hometown basically her father was the king over this area and I mean, I was like, wow, the Lord will literally hide you right in front of your enemies. (laughs) He'll hide you right in front of your enemies. But anyway, that's a, that's a different story for another day. Um, so Elijah is there. That's when I believe that's the woman with the pot of oil and had two sons and there was a woman who had nothing to eat it was one of them I can't remember it it was so many different miracles that Elijah performed while he was there then Elijah um, goes back after three years is up he um, the Lord has him go and there was fire from heaven because he had a challenge between him and the prophets of Baal the prophets of Baal is like 400 prophets of Baal and Elijah was like okay Y'all build your altar. I'm going to build my altar. And y'all set it up however y'all want to set it up. Y'all call on y'all gods. And we'll see whoever God answers by fire. When I tell you that thing right there, you got to go read it. It's in 1 Kings. Y'all have to go read it. Read about Elijah. But anyway, Elijah basically prayed during this challenge. And God sent fire from heaven. And it rained down lapped up the water elijah even put he poured water over the sacrifice and he poured it and filled up the trenches around the altar so if you wet something it's not on catch on fire especially like if you wet something with water it's not on catch on fire elijah wet everything with water and fire came down from heaven and lapped all the water up around the trenches and burnt up the sacrifice y'all let me tell you something elijah was a bad boy <laughs> Elijah was a bad boy, okay? I'm telling you right now. Because I I don't know what level of faith you have to have to just know God is going to answer you to the point where you can call fire from heaven to fall out. But let me tell you something. Whew! Okay? Now, he does this. Then he kills all the prophets of Baal, which is 400 prophets of Baal. Then he goes and he prays for the rain and Jezebel sends him a letter telling him, I could be saying this stuff out of order, but I definitely know Jezebel sent him a letter telling him she was going to do to him what he did to her prophets. So he took off running, ran to the cave. Holy spirit is like, what you doing here? So then at this point, Elijah is tired. And I think he on a way to the cave he sat on the juniper tree and he was just like lord just let me die now and the angel came and gave him some bread and some water and told him to take a nap and i think that happened about two or three times so then he got up and went to the cave um <laughs> it's a lot i'm trying to just like compact it it's a lot um but he gets to the cave holy spirit is like what are you doing here elijah goes on this rant y'all Elijah's like, I'm the only prophet you have left. Nobody else is left. It's just me. I did everything to uplift your name. And what they doing? They ain't doing nothing. Because I'm the only one. Like, he was just, I was like, oh, no, no, Elijah, no, don't do that. He's just hungry. You know how the Snickers commercial say, you're not you when you're hungry. He wasn't him. He wasn't him. He was tight. And if you think about it. If you really think about it, Elijah had been wandering around in the desert for most of this time. That man was tired. He barely had a bed to sleep on. He was probably sleeping on the ground, sleeping on rocks, waking up the sun all in his face. Like he was just living like a nomad. You know what I mean? So it's like, that had to be so rough, but. Here's the thing. He just came off this tremendous victory that the Lord did through him. David and Elijah, the Lord used them so mightily. The Lord used them so mightily. However, Elijah said that mess right there. And the Lord was like, okay, you need to go and um, anoint Elisha to take your place. Basically you fired since you think you did everything. And the Lord also said this, by the way, I kept me 700 prophets who are ready, who like on standby. They don't go. They ready. You ain't the only one. Just to let you know that. So anyway, since you now know that you're not the only one, go anoint so-and-so. He, The Lord actually told him to anoint three people. I can't remember the other guy's name, but he did tell him to anoint Jehu. And he told him to anoint Elisha. And Elisha was going to be his replacement. You know what Elijah did, y'all? Elijah only anointed Elisha. But the Lord told you to anoint two other people too. He ain't anointing them. Because he was probably mad. He was probably mad. He he got fired. Like, he got fired because he got a little bit beside himself. I mean, the Lord had just used him mightily. The Lord used him might. I mean, fire from the hell. Let me tell y'all something. If I saw fire fall out of the sky, I don't know what I would do. I probably would run and hide somewhere. Why is fire falling out of the sky? Did I miss the rapture? You know, like, I'm, I'm trying to figure those things out while I'm running. And I don't even like to run. I can't even run that fast. So, it would probably be more of a speed walk. But, the Lord had used him so mightily. And you know, when I was going through, because this is what happened also. Hezekiah. I was reading about Hezekiah this week and I got mad at Hezekiah. In 2 um, Kings chapter 20. Hezekiah, the Lord told Hezekiah he was about to die. He said you're getting ready to die, so you need to get your affairs in order. Hezekiah turned and faced the wall and cried. And no, that's not what I was mad about. I wasn't mad about that because I probably would cry too. Um, what I was mad about is how Hezekiah so he how he how forgot what the Lord did for him so fast. Because after the Lord Restored them and turned the the sun back 15 degrees. And according to the sundial, the shadow went back 15 degrees. Um, Hezekiah was healed. You know, he was doing better. Lord gave him 15 years extra. Hezekiah invited his enemies to his place, to his house, which was the palace. You know, he invited them to the house and, and showed them every single thing he had, which it wasn't even his. It was the Lord's stuff. How you invite your enemies to your? House? Cause he was he was cocky. You know, I mean, I don't know how I would feel if the Lord extended my life after I cried and and prayed and said, Lord, after all this stuff that you let me do for you, you going you just gonna end it now? You know, like I probably would be a little cocky too. And and that's but I got mad at him because I'm like, well, how could you be so stupid? How could you invite your enemies to your? House? And the Holy Spirit says, Stephanie, you invited the enemies to your house too. Oh, you know what? You right. I did. Like, that's why I had to remove them out of your life. Because you invited enemies to your house too. You showed them stuff that you shouldn't have and You said stuff to them that you shouldn't have said. Because, you know, and it's like, that's why I love the word of God. Because I see myself every time I open the Bible. I don't care if it's the word, the. I see myself in that D. The, that the, because the word of God is alive it's alive it is living and i see myself every time i get ready to judge one of those people in the bible the holy spirit be like uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh, cuz you you did the same thing you just did it differently you right you right cuz nobody's perfect nobody's perfect and i'm i'm going to tell you personal personal um example yesterday um one of my friends she brittany ha brittany from um episode 3 of this season if you don't know who Brittany is, go back and listen to episode three. But um, Brittany was speaking at an event. And... Okay, so this event... I got to watch how I say it. Um... Let me say this. As a believer, we it can be really easy for us to get caught up in us. And... I'll use this as an example to lead into what I'm going to say. Peter, in New Testament, Peter, Peter, okay. Peter refused to help Gentiles get saved at first until the Lord gave him a vision and said, I make all things clean, you know, cause he had all the animals and stuff in there, the pigs, all, all this stuff. And he told Peter to eat. And he said, I can't eat that. It's unclean. He And the Lord said, I make all things clean. You know, basically letting Peter know, like, look, humble yourself. Okay. Like it, cause the apostle Paul had to get on to Peter too. Like you can't have that kind of attitude talking about Jesus. Jesus came to save everybody. Um, Gentiles, Jew, the Jews, the Gentiles, like he came to save everybody. And so what we as believers have to be careful of is that once we accept jesus as our lord and savior we've been walking in this walking with him for a couple of years or whatever however long we don't need to shut people out that's not how you win souls for christ and i had to sit in a space where people were talking about god but i don't know what god they were talking about because the god they were speaking of is not the god of isaac jacob and abraham (laughs) it wasn't that's not it was almost like a blend of new age spiritual stuff in the bible and i had to pray for me and Brittany. cover lord cover us so that doesn't get in our spirits and it was It was, um, it was an experience because I had to keep checking myself because every time someone says something that I didn't, that I know is not according to what I have been taught, what I know of Jesus, what I know from studying the word of God, I wanted to just shut it out. And you can't do that because it's like, you have to be, what i taught my students, you can't listen to respond. You have to learn how to listen to understand. And it's not where you, it's, it's like, I need to be able to listen to what you're saying and understand why you feel that way and understand why you think that. So therefore, one, I could pray for you and two, I could pray for myself so the Lord can give me his word to speak into your life. Not something that I concocted because, oh, you wrong. That's wrong. That's not in the Bible. That No, because people shut down because that's what the church has, uh, has done for years. That's why so many people have walked away from the church because it's like. People get saved and they forget where they came from. You know, nobody's perfect. And that's what I had when I was talking to my mom about it. I told her, I said, I was wrong. Because I'm sitting there. I'm not listening. You know, like, I ain't listening to this because this is all wrong. Yeah, but guess what? You're in the room for a reason. You're in the room for a reason. Maybe your smile, maybe... Or when I say you are, I'm talking about me. Maybe my smile, maybe my, um, demeanor, maybe my, um, a word I speak to someone can shift the atmosphere. It can change somebody's life. Not because it's me, but because it's Jesus. Like no one spoke the name of Jesus. It was all God. God. And it's like you got to speak the name Jesus, though, because see, when you speak the name Jesus, things happen, things change. It was someone in there with tarot cards and stuff. And that's what I was saying. It was like New Age things going on, um, which the Bible says to stay away from enchantments and um, witchcraft and things like that so I was like okay what am I in you know but I said I wasn't scared or anything because I'm like the Lord allowed me to be here because if the Lord didn't want me to be here I wouldn't have been here you know um so like I said it was stuff going on um as far as different and I had to check myself because I'm like that's not how I want I don't want people to feel like oh she don't listen to nobody because it's not what she... Because, I mean, I know people who are homosexuals. I know people who um, do other sorts of things. And I don't want there to ever be a time where they feel like I hate them or whatever. No, I don't hate you. I love you through Jesus Christ. I love you and I want you to be saved. I want you to experience this this power that you receive because i'm gonna tell you this every person who was speaking because it was like a panel discussion thing going on every person who was speaking aside from Brittany, every time they opened their mouth even though they sounded like they had all of this wisdom and they had all this good advice every time they spoke all i could hear was brokenness rejection depression anger resentment bitterness. Like I could hear those words speak each time the person, uh, um, someone spoke other than Brittany. I just, I heard those things and it was like, man, because we people, we go through stuff in life. We go through stuff in life for whatever reason, we go through things in life. Some of it We go through to better us. Some of it is for other people. Some of it is a big mixture of both. I told y'all before, I was molested as a little girl and I was raped in 2021. Why did I have to go through all of that stuff? I don't know. It's probably someone on here who has gone through worse than I have. But the fact that I'm on here talking about it, it's doing something to you. It's breaking something off of you. Maybe I had to go through that I had to shoulder that Because Somebody needed to see That the Lord is going to get the glory And all the praise From that situation He's going to turn it around for my good He already started turning around for my good Because I've written books about my experiences What I've gone through So maybe that's why You know I hate that there are people Who have to go through things like that But it's like I said earlier in everything that we go through we have to look at it closer we have to look, see beyond the human side of it we have to see it spiritually and see what um, the Lord is using that for like when I stepped back this week also just doing some reflection I realized the enemy really does not want me to have children for whatever reason, I don't know what my kids are gonna do, but they going they're they're an extreme threat to hell and they're not even here yet. They hadn't even been conceived yet. They they just up there chilling out with, with the father. They're chilling out with Jesus in the in the heavenly host. He hadn't released them to me yet to carry, to birth into this earth. But the enemy does not want them here because why was I molested as a little girl? Why was I raped again in 2021? Why did I lose an ovary in 2023? Like, why? the enemy does not want my kids here and it's too bad because they coming so not yet though because i'm not married whenever they get here that's what i mean so it's like when you start when i step back outside and look at stuff spiritually i see the enemy does not want my kids here he holding my husband hostage right now but the lord about to release him well he got my husband in the chokehold i'm gonna need that man to 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 stop whatever it is he doing it and Quit being hard-headed and come on here now. But um, anyway, you got to step outside of how you feel and what you see with your physical eye. The Bible tells us to walk by faith and not by sight. When we start walking by faith and not by sight, we'll see it better. Um, Tony, Evan, Dr. Tony Evans, my gosh, powerful man of God. Uh, I want to quote it, but I'm afraid I'm going to mess it up. He said, if all, if all that you see is what you see, you will not see what's meant to be seen. If all that you see is what you see, you will not see what's meant to be seen. Mm. Y'all, I had to rewind YouTube about five times to write that thing down and put it on my refrigerator, on my sticky note, because that thing was good. Because he was talking about spiritual spiritual eyes. So I said all of that to say I was wrong yesterday. for Because they were it was more so um how do you heal you know like that was the topic how do you heal how do you um go through something and heal from it and there were actually some good tips but because my brain kept wanting to shut it out because all of this stuff i had to do filtering okay what can i take from this what can i leave behind what can i take from it like some of it was you need to write in your journal you need to um do some self-care like maybe uh, go to the beach, walk on the beach, or whatever like that. You know things like that. I could take that. You know that's a takeaway. I could take those things and put them in my little toolbox. And I go to therapy too, so that's something else I can. You know, instead of sitting there like gleaning from it, take something, throw it away. Take some, throw the other stuff away. I didn't want to receive any of it, and I know we have to be careful with that as believers because you can't you can't sit in everybody can't sit in those kind of arenas, I'll say those kind of environments. Um like a a new believer definitely couldn't have sat there because that's very um dangerous. You can fall into something or something can jump on you. You know like you everybody can't sit in those places like that, those spaces. Um You just have to trust God and know that he's got you covered. But I just didn't want to filter because filtering is work. Because you have to really pay attention to filter. I don't want to do that. But you know what? That's how a lot of us fall into stuff. Because we're not filtering. We're not using our Holy Spirit detector. (laughs) We're not. And the only way you can filter is when you have the word of God in you. Because the word is a two-edged sword. Discerning the heart, the intents of the heart and it cuts asunder. It cuts asunder and it cuts to the very marrow. And I know I chopped that verse all the way up and down, but that's what the word of God does. It can cut asunder, cut to the it can get to the very marrow, and it's a discerner of the heart and the intense of the heart. So, if you're not studying, you can't sit in a space like where I was and be able to filter okay, what uh uh uh, uh, uh. My detector was going off several times, like, do, 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 Uh uh, that, that can't, they can't come in here, you know? Um, but it was a learning experience. It was a learning experience, but it, it actually helped me to see you are not perfect. You have struggles too, especially after reading about Hezekiah and David and, um, Elijah. It's like, nobody's perfect. We all mess up. We all have an area. My area is um, cutting people off, (laughs) cutting people off, just cutting people off. I got several areas the Lord be working on me on, cutting people out, struggling this afternoon, hard, struggling hard in an area. Lord like, "Mm." and all I could think about was, and I was judging Elijah and Hezekiah and David. I was just mad at all of them. Look at me. Just look at me struggling. Like, I mean... Nobody's perfect. And the trials and the tribulations that we go through show us that we're not perfect, but that's why we need Jesus because he is perfect. And it's not of works lest any man should boast. Our salvation can't work for that. We couldn't work for that. We didn't earn we did not you couldn't earn it. We couldn't go to the store and buy it. It's not of works lest any man should boast. It was a free gift of God through his son, Jesus Christ. It was, it was a free gift of God through his son, Jesus Christ. He gave his life for us because we're not perfect. If we were perfect, we wouldn't need God. We wouldn't need Jesus. We wouldn't need them. So we have to have them. Obviously, that means we're not perfect. So if you are struggling with... If you're struggling with trying to make sure everything's perfect, trying to be in control, let me tell you something. Just give that up. Give it up because you'll never be perfect. You're never going to be in control of everything because <laughs> you're not. I tried. I have tried, and I still struggle with that control thing, y'all. It is a beast, okay? Let me tell you something, but the blood of Jesus is against it, okay? It You got to relinquish control to the Lord. Give God all the control trying to be in control is like going putting milk in a refrigerator and opening the door to check to see if it's getting cold you have no control over that leave it alone <laughs> you literally that that mean that mean it's above me now it's above it's been above us okay just just leave it alone pray about it leave it alone God is going, God is, listen, it's either going to be a yes, no, or wait. That's it. Those are the only three options. Yes, no, or wait. Just leave it alone. Listen, if I haven't learned anything else in my adult life, it's just leave it alone. Let the Lord do it because just leave it alone. Because if you try to do it, you're going to mess it up and it's going to prolong your wait. I have learned and I have understood. Leave it alone don't touch it. Just go on about your business, bruh. Go on about your business, sis. Back off of it. Nobody's perfect. We cannot have a perfect life on this earth because this earth is not perfect. Nobody on this earth is perfect. People are going to break your heart. People are going to um, take advantage of you. People are going to whatever. People are going to do those things. People are going to people. And that's because we live in a fallen world. It's not God's fault. God is good no matter what happens, God is good. It's the earth and it's the people. This earth is in a fallen state because of Father Adam and Mother Eve. And because of that, we were all born into sin, shaping in iniquity. So we're in a fallen world with broken people who need Jesus. And the people who have Jesus got band-aids all up on them and scars okay from where the lord had to fix them and put them back together all right so just remind yourself and give yourself some grace when you mess up give yourself some grace i'm not saying oh i messed up let me go back out here and play again like no 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 (laughs) give yourself some grace and keep chasing the cross of Jesus okay he knew he was gonna mess up and the Bible oh, it's in a song because when I, I i ran across it one day looking for something else and I didn't mark it down and I should have he says he knows my foolishness use the word foolishness I said they use the word foolishness in the Bible <laughs> I, I guess I should have known that because they use the word fool but says he knows my foolishness and when you really think about it says um like his grace accounted for god's grace accounted for all of our mess ups isn't that isn't that like i don't even know it's the fact that he even he included all of my mess ups in his grace. The grace that he has given to me, he included all of my mistakes. He, I mean, I, I just, it, it leaves me speechless. I'll just say that it leaves me speechless. He includes all of my mistakes when he, when he counted my grace out, like when he, okay. The, the grace that I have for Stephanie, Make sure you got enough for that that thing right there That she gonna do Cause she gonna do that more than one time She's gonna do that so many times I'm about to just knock her out <laughs> You know like He included all of that Y'all mm, He loves us so much Our Heavenly Father loves you so much And I just Especially during this season He loves you He loves you He thinks the world of you He thinks so much of you, he gave his son to die on the cross for you. Don't forget that. Don't ever forget that. And even though we're not perfect, he makes us perfect through Jesus. Mm. Well, that's all I want to say today. Um, Like I said, next week will be the last um episode for this season do a little break about two three weeks and then um meet back in january but next week will be the last episode okay i hope y'all have a great week get your christmas shopping done if you're gonna christmas shop on if you christmas shop online and okay you're not better than us <laughs> um, for those of you going to the stores please be safe be careful watch out for people help people help the elderly people get to their cars and stuff put the basket back for them because people in the parking lots of these grocery stores and stuff are dangerous okay they're dangerous they don't care they're looking for a parking spot and they're trying to get in and get out like everybody else is but they just are being inconsiderate so help somebody out who needs help if you see them struggling help them okay all right i will talk to y'all later And y'all have a great rest of your week. Bye.